Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day. And today, we are joined once again by the beautiful Malby. Welcome. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> so, um, last week, or whenever the last episode was, <laughs> we mentioned that Mel's going to be here for the next couple episodes, and so here she is. And I am very, very excited for what is about to come. Strap in, y'all. You're not ready, but get ready. We're going to give you some time. We're going to talk about things that made us feel some type of way so you can, like, you know, get, get yourself together. And then we're going to jump in into a topic that I think is so relevant, so relevant for me, and I know relevant for a lot of people listening. So Mel, do you want to start us off? Tell us what made you feel some type of way this last week. All right. So honestly, it's been going on for the past month, but you know, you got to get your routine dental Mm -hmm. care and all that stuff in place. Right. And so I had this procedure done and the procedure was supposed to only be like a one time, like, okay, you go in, you get it done and then you come back and then it's the final visit. That's not what happened for me. So I've had to like literally every single week for the past month go back and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. No. They sent us the wrong measurements. And so, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. And so I was getting frustrated because not only like did it cut into my workout time and my, you know, work time, like I always had to figure out a way to like accommodate like going in. And it was mm-hmm. very, frustrating. But I was like, you know, I'm working again, I'm working on myself. And so I'm learning like when things don't go your way, like try not to overreact, you know, Mm -hmm. and just be like, okay, well, you know, it's not your fault. Like they sent over the wrong measurements. Like, I guess I'll be back. Like, just Mm -hmm. call me when you guys are ready to see me again. And so this past week they called me again and I was a little irritated because I was just like, please, y'all don't waste no more of my time. (laughs) I need this to be the last visit. Do you know if this is the right measurement so we can get into this chair and be done so I can move on with my life and eat what I want to eat? Because I want to eat what I want. I love food. I want to eat what I want to eat. <laughs> so anyways, it actually worked out and I'm so happy. And because it worked out, you know, God is even greater because I end up getting $100 back because okay. of convenience yeah I was like go ahead yeah come on so I didn't overreact I didn't you know I just was very they were very grateful for how patient I was and how understanding I was even though I was very frustrated mm-hmm. but it's like what am I supposed to do they're doing their yeah. part it's not their fault that the lab sent the wrong stuff so that had me feeling some type of way but the type of way that I feel now is really really good like really good that I'm proud of how I handled it. And because of how I handled it, I was rewarded. So yeah, Amen. I'm all we good. Love yeah. I love it. We yeah. love a lesson. We love when things mm-hmm. can turn itself around. Yeah, it did. I love that. Well, girl, my some type of way. You know, lately I've just been feeling attacked by my Instagram algorithm. Like, okay, you know how you're on Instagram, right? And you know how they started doing this thing where they'd be showing you um, posts and things that like are not of people that you're following. But I guess based on things that you've watched in the past or something, they'll show you different things. And so, girl, do you know what's been popping? Like literally over this past week, what has been popping up for me? I can only imagine. (laughs) 
I'm going to bait my own scene out right now. But um, basically, <laughs> I'm getting oh, no. so many posts on Instagram right now about singleness. Ooh. It's like people talking about um don't you know don't worry about being single and there's all this like different kind of like messaging about being single and i'm like um instagram what are you trying to tell me <laughs> like you're just out here attacking me for my singleness what, like, what, what are we doing <laughs> like, um... it's crazy though because like i've not really given thought to my singleness really mm -hmm. um until recently so i'm like who is listening to my thoughts who is listening to my conversations why are you showing me these things it does that it does that it does it does that but you know what i have been seeing some very helpful things so i think we can turn it around too i think god is in everything even in the instagram algorithm mm -hmm. and i have been feeling i've been receiving very helpful messages and so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take take it Okay, and not take yeah. it as an attack. <laughs> it's not, honey. Like today's topic is is on time. Okay, <laughs> and that is a perfect segue because mm. that had me thinking too. The fact that today, okay, let's just let's just let the people know. Yes. So, y'all, yes. today we're going to focus on self love. <sighs> let me get my notes together because get I'm the ready. notes, honey. <laughs> get the notes. I think this is so relevant. I just talked about singleness, which that's a whole nother yeah. topic. Yeah. Um, but today we are going to talk about self-love because I think it's so imperative for all yeah. of us, um, especially Absolutely. for me, my journey, you know, of healing. I've actually, I, I've recently been more intentional about loving myself and so it was so amazing when mel, mel and i were talking and we were like what, what are we gonna do what are you gonna talk about and she was just bringing i was ready she was bringing it and i said okay i receive it let us give it to the world so they can receive it also as well yeah so mel take it away girl tell us what has been what have you discovered in your self-love journey yeah. So first off, like, ah, what do I start? Right. So in 2022, as I shared with you, that's the year I ended up like pretty much falling in love with myself. And as I said, falling in love with myself led me to falling in love with God. Well, mm -hmm. honestly, because I fell in love with God, I was able to fall in love with myself. Let's be mm -hmm. honest. Let's be mm -hmm. real. Um, yep. And so I didn't know, like, on like, when I was thinking about my past and honestly, like I've been reflecting on our conversation since. And even today I was thinking like, you know, I never had the opportunity to have time to myself to understand mm. who I am as a person Yeah, because from birth, you know, we are the responsibility of our caregivers. Right. And then after caregiving right you go off to college and you have roommates and things and then after roommates like you you know I moved off and I still kind of had roommates but then I ended up in relationships and so then we moved in together and you know I only had like a small period what I kind of had my place to myself mm -hmm. but not really I've always had somebody around me in my ear in my space and um I never felt comfortable like being like 
Hey, I never made it about me. I've always yeah, made it yeah. about the other person. So yeah. all those years have passed and it wasn't up until I left and moved out of state and then got into my own space. And I think I told you like the first step was choosing me. That was like literally the first step. I had to make a choice. I mm. never chose me in all my years. I never, I always chose people. I've, I've yeah. always chose like family, friends, um, you know, to show up for them, but I never chose to show up for me. Mm. So that was the first step in building yeah. the relationship with myself was to choose me. And then I found out when I chose me, it linked me to my relationship with God, mm. which I said okay, before. I'm so <laughs> intrigued though, because the act of choosing yourself, like yeah, what does that really huge. look like? Yes. What does that look like? Like practically yeah. speaking, making that decision to choose yourself versus other people. I How know. do you do that? It was honestly the hardest thing ever because I was, you know, in a relationship. I was at a job that like, let's be real, like the school board. You don't leave in the middle of the school year, right? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I... I always think of, right, I don't try, I'm trying to get away from absolutes, but that was my life up until now. Yeah. I always considered other people and other things. Like, remember, like us working together, I was mm -hmm. like, but what about, you know, and that's, I have clients. Yeah. And yeah. right. And you were like, you and everybody else, like, they're going to be okay. Like, there's going to be another clinician that's going to come in. All your notes are up to date. You know, you can let people know what they need to know to pick up where you left off. But if you're not happy here, like, your responsibility is for yourself, mm -hmm. um, to yourself. And so I did you know, I chose me. That was like the first time because growing up, we learned work ethic is you just stay at that job no right. matter what. Like that was me. I mean, the 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 new generation, they don't care. They they are not about it. They are <laughs> they out do of not their care. One They're red like, flag, they gone. They out. <laughs> Honest, you know, I I really wish I read, I I remember what I read about millennials because we we were in the middle of all this. Like mm -hmm. we got mm -hmm you know, values and ethics and things from our, you know, elders and stuff. But then we got some youngness going on there with the, you know, but with the Gen Z's. Yeah. The Gen Z's. Yeah. Like that's there, but we're like in the middle of all that. And I realized that I was torn between like, do I Gen Z this or do I millennial thing? Like, do right. I ride it out? So anyway, so choosing me was like, like, listening to my heart and my soul mm, and my spirit mm -hmm. like what what is rattled right now I'm not settled I'm not happy first of all I had to admit I wasn't happy that part I wasn't happy that was that the hardest part. thing wow mm -hmm. that was the hardest thing to admit I was like Mel you're not happy mm -hmm. and it was nobody's fault but mine like I don't want to be at this job anymore yeah and it was only like I was like but maybe you could stick it out till May like June like maybe you could no, choosing me was saying, no, mm -hmm. I'm gone. This is enough. I've had enough. I can't, I can't mm -hmm. go on anymore. It's becoming a disservice to me. It's becoming a disservice to, to my future goals and plans. And so I had to um, find out my worth, you know, like I had to literally say to myself, girl, you are worth it. You are worth choosing. You are worth taking a risk and saying, 
you can make this happen. You don't need anybody. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't need, like I was scared. You know how you leave a job and you're like, oh, I might need them for a reference. Right. I was so (laughs) bold in my walk with God. Like after I found out, well, once my friend said to me, well, you say you have, you have faith, right? This is where you test it. You're Mm -hmm. choosing you. So that's when I, you know, said, okay, no matter how ugly it looks right now, no matter how uncomfortable it is right now, no matter that people didn't see what I saw because they're just like, girl, where were you? How are you just going to come back and say you're moving to a whole nother state with no plan or nothing? And I'm like, I trust God. Like Mm -hmm. I trust him. And so I have to choose me. Choosing me meant muting the world, not caring what anybody had to say. Cause I had people in my ears, but that was only because I allowed them because I said too much. I was supposed to keep that to Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, you know, it is what it is. You learn, you learn. So choosing me was not caring what anybody had to say, Mm -hmm. not caring what society says about what you're supposed to do. Oh, you're supposed to be at this job for a year or two years. I serve a God. I don't care. Like Mm -hmm. I I used to care, but it's like, once you learn who you serve, it's like, he got me. I trust that he has me. So I have to choose me because me, like no one knows, but you, like only, you Mm -hmm. know, your experience, you know, where you are, you know, how you feel. And I knew where I was in my relationship with God. So I trusted that enough. And I took that risk. Like we say risk, but I took, I honestly say faith. Like I took a leap out on faith. Mm -hmm. That's when I literally found out what my relationship was like, um, with God, because he said, you trust me, right? Well, let's go. It was the scariest mm-hmm. thing. That's all yeah. I can say. It was just really scary. And even when it's so noisy on the outside, there was so much peace on the inside. And I had a friend tell me, if if, if it brings you peace, you made the right decision. Mm-hmm. And that was the mm-hmm. best thing I could hear because I was like, it did. Yeah, All of this is bringing yeah. me peace. So it was enough you to know, choose me. Yeah. That's making me think about like what knowing yourself yeah. because you made a really important point. Like you had to admit to yourself that you were not happy. Yeah, you had to come to terms with what was going to make you happy. And yeah. I think a lot of times, unfortunately we get sucked in, like you said, to societal pressures, all these different things. So where we don't even know what we want and what is going to make us happy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important to know yourself and it's interesting that you talked about being by yourself because i think especially just in the way that life is right now it's so easy to get caught up in work and just like the busyness and the roles that you don't Mm -hmm. even take time to figure it out and honestly I feel like I'm going through that right now actually Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in this place where I have the most time to myself Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. ever had really Mm -hmm. where I'm not like super busy with work and I'm not you know and I'm and I'm giving myself the time and the permission to figure out what what do I want and what am I feeling and what's going on and like you said it is a hard thing to do because for transparency your girl had a lot of breakdowns (laughs) this last week (laughs) but but you know what I'm I was bawling my eyes out last night, mm-hmm. bawling and crying. But yeah. th- what I realized is I couldn't have done this 
a year ago, two years ago, because I didn't have the space and the time to do so. And now Mm -hmm. in God's perfect timing, Mm -hmm. I have the space to figure out what I'm feeling and feel it and cry and whatever. And I think this is a space where I'm getting to know myself. Yeah. I'm on the I'm not there yet, girl. I'm not there yet, but, but I'm on, on your the way. journey yeah. of choosing myself. And I just love so proud of you. I love that point. Yeah. And you said something that's so important and you like beat me right to the punch. Oh. You gave <laughs> yourself permission. Mm. We don't give ourselves permission. No. We like I <laughs> Yeah. That is just the the root of it, to be honest. We don't give ourselves permission to feel. And that was one of my points. So I'll just kind of go down the list of first choosing you, knowing your values, setting boundaries, creating that space, right, to come undone, giving yourself permission. Um, and that comes with soul care, which we'll talk about. And then the final step that we can hopefully wrap up and talk about is focus on becoming. Yes, I'm over here looking at my notes. <laughs> focus <laughs> on becoming and cultivating a space within that is safe. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that we can talk about all of that because you literally like laid it all out. <laughs> you laid it all out. And I'm excited for that. Yeah. But it is a hard thing to know that you're like, that's what it looks like to be in relationship with yourself, to be honest. Like you don't have a partner. Your partner is you and Christ. Like your Mm -hmm. partner is God. You don't have like a physical, like, Hey, like it's Mm -hmm. me and you, like you actually walk around your space. Like you say, you have so much more time to yourself. And it's just like, if you mad at anybody, it's you. If you're frustrated with anybody, it's you. Just Why are me you and being myself in the mirror. Yeah. But then I also learned that to be in relationship with yourself is to um, display the things that you would display or want somebody to return to you in a relationship. So let me try to explain mm. that a little bit more. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. like, I've had to learn how to like, if I did something, this is what I mean by give yourself permission. If I did something, I would feel so bad and so guilty. I had to learn forgiveness. I'm like, I've been in all these relationships, girl, like you've been in all these relationships and you don't even know how to forgive yourself and you want people to forgive you and you forgive mm-hmm. them. Like, I didn't even know how to do these things. Trust. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what trust felt like until I started trusting myself, building trust within myself. Even with God, like, I was like, girl, your relationship with God is not what it, no, you are wrong. And then love, love, the thing that we literally use in our relationships to ground us be like Mm -hmm. love is enough it's really not and honestly I didn't even know love until I fell in love with myself I never knew love I know let me girl (laughs) yep speak on it this journey of self and singleness like I was hearing you say like all these things are coming up about singleness Mm -hmm. I thank God for my singleness I really thank God because I'm gaining so much. I get an opportunity to do it right. Whereas some people, they're so far in deep mm-hmm. into their situation that they can't even get out. I got a chance to get out, that which was bold. It was honestly hard because I cared about the person I was with so much. I didn't want to hurt them, but I mm-hmm. end up having mm-hmm. to hurt them by choosing me. Yeah. I didn't want to because I wasn't happy. And it had, at the time, you would think it had something to do with them, but it was me, as mm-hmm. I said before. Mm-hmm. I did, I wasn't happy within myself. I didn't understand the capacity of trust. I didn't understand love. I didn't understand my relationship with God. 
when you have all these unhealed, unlearned things about yourself, how can you be in relationship mm-hmm. with somebody else? Mm-hmm. So I literally give every single person in my life a pass, my history a pass, because I never stopped to get it for myself. Yeah. Yeah, I so. really love that. I remember in uh, when I used to work um, with e- in the eating disorder facility, that was something we always would talk about, how to give yourself what you need instead mm-hmm. of relying on other people for yeah. that. I mm-hmm. think that is monumental because yeah. we do, we rely on other people, not just even for their permission, but for that like external validation mm-hmm. that what we're doing is okay, that what we're doing is good. And I just actually was thinking about this the other day, like this morning, actually, you know, yeah. when I was in my past relationships, I think that a big problem is that my value was through the lens of how this person mm. valued me. Yeah. So based on how this person is valuing me and treating me, that was making me think, okay, then I feel good about myself versus no, I feel good about myself. Right. And so then this person is showing, right. This person shows value as they should, and I'm accepting it as they should, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me too. Do you know of um, Tank, Tank and the, and the Vangas? Like the, she, she did a poem um, that went like viral on TikTok talk um mm. that said um this boy in my dm say i'm pretty. oh yeah you know that one okay yeah this boy in my dm say he I'm say i'm pretty, pretty. Yeah. and then at the end she said i wonder if he knows i've been new like, right yeah <laughs> I mean, that was so beautiful it was beautiful but i think the thing that connected so much for me is like and i'm not there yet but this is what i'm working on like my cousin said the other day i said something about her like i complimented her her outfit or something and she's like i know and i'm like (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah it sounds crazy but it's like yeah i know i'm pretty i know i'm this thing you're not telling me anything i haven't told myself Myself, and i think there is value not just in like those external things obviously but also like you know when you believe that you Uh are fully Uh worth it Uh when you believe that you are you are the prize. Yeah. No one else can make you feel that way. So when the, when the person comes and goes, you still feel like you're the prize. Period. And I think that my <laughs> problem has been some way along the way, I didn't feel like I was the mm-hmm. prize. And that person mm-hmm. made me feel like the prize. So mm-hmm. when that person left, it's lost like your prize. I lost it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, honey. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're still the prize. Like what you Yes. <laughs> I'm still out here. That's so true. <laughs> and and honestly, I want to throw in a little bit of our expertise in here because you said the key yes. word, which is belief. And so that takes me back to core beliefs. Right. Like this is something that we teach our clients and CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. When you have a core belief, like a center of yourself, like for example, let's say I am not worthy. There's three things that we automatically do without even thinking. We accept, reject, or modify information to make sure that it aligns with our core beliefs. So for mm-hmm. example, I'm going to accept any information that confirms that I'm not worthy. And then I'm going to reject any information that says otherwise. And I'm also going to modify information to make sure it integrates with the belief that I'm not worthy. And mm-hmm. so no matter who you're with, right? You and, and that's the weirdest thing. It's like we have these beliefs within ourselves that don't even align with the life that we're living. Like mm. literally, if I feel like I'm not worthy, but yeah, I'm in a relationship, so I'm 
am I worthy enough for a relationship? But then that person can say things to me and I project onto them because I still don't believe I'm worthy. Like, why are you with me? Mm -hmm. Like you start saying Mm -hmm. things like, "Mm, I don't know. You're, you're just probably with me because I'm pretty or, Mm -hmm. you know, but I still believe that I'm not worthy enough despite how I look or whatever. But if you don't fix the core beliefs within yourself, it doesn't matter a job relationship. Mm-hmm. You're still going to feel those things and you're still going to automatically accept, reject and modify information that way it aligns with your core beliefs. So if you want to mm-hmm. change anything about yourself, which takes me to the idea where people say like, I have the job, I have this, I have that, but I'm still unhappy within myself. I always say, well, I wonder what your core beliefs are. What do you believe about yourself? Because if you really believe that you are worthy of those things, you would connect to that. And if you don't, then that tells me like there's some things within yourself that you have to change. Mm -hmm. So I really, I'm happy you brought that up because Mm -hmm. again, it comes back to knowing yourself and knowing what these beliefs are. I think a lot of us don't even know what we believe about ourselves. And we just like go about living our lives. Mm -hmm. Like you said, very incongruent to what is actually happening and then we find ourselves unhappy i think too um what i've just loved in my healing journey is the opportunity to do therapy and to figure out Mm -hmm. those core beliefs and i think a big problem at least one of my problems has been that the the value what is the value placed on i think i valued myself based on meeting like certain expectations before and so it didn't matter that i was happy just that I was doing what everybody said you should do right and as soon as I felt like oh my gosh I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do then I started feeling bad about myself because there never was like a separation of like who I see myself as versus Mm -hmm. who either my parents the church my partner whatever saw me as you know and um it's really hard to to figure that out, to like to figure yeah. out what it is that you believe in about yourself mm-hmm. and to get down to that, that core, the core belief, you know? Yeah. So it I'm is really, hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm really grateful that I was able to to do therapy. And I'm still in that journey because I think like hearing you talk about not being worthy and not being enough, mm-hmm. I think I have a core belief that I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. I think that it and I don't know where it started from. I'm still figuring it out. But I think yeah. that my my marriage, that core belief felt mm-hmm. like it was being perpetuated, like it was being confirmed yeah. through, yeah, reinforced. again, reinforced the way mm-hmm. that my partner was treating me and the way that things were happening. Yeah. It felt like a confirmation, like, yeah, yeah, you're not enough. You're not enough. And so... it's so hard because it does something to your brain. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I always believed that, but I think when, when you have an insecurity, especially, and Mm. then it, other things are reinforcing it, your brain then starts to tell you, yep, that's, that's because it's, you did this, like, it's your fault. Like, it's because you deserve this, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there who have these kind of core beliefs too, that they don't even realize. They don't even realize. shaping the way that they live. And like you said, you don't even know where you pick them up from. Like, you have to dig deep to find out where did you learn that? And it could be, honestly, the little things. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I remember doing a session with a client and they shared with me, like, a conversation that they had with somebody. And from there, that stuck with them at a young age. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that you and would have been overlooked this 
whole entire time. But because we took our time to dig deep and just think and reflect, like when you have this feeling, where does it come from? Mm -hmm. But that's where those automatic thoughts come from as well. You know, Mm -hmm. I like your core beliefs are like a filter that your thoughts literally stem from. And so, um, like you said, like because of how you felt and the reinforcements that you got in your environment, in your situation, it confirmed it as far as like, well, yeah, I, I am worthless. Like I'm not worthy of the mm-hmm. things that I'm over here trying to obtain. But really what you had to figure out was you knowing your worth, you spending time with yourself. And you said something so vital, which is what I want to go into really quick is knowing your values. Yes. Knowing your values and what's important. A lot of us value right? Other people's opinions about us. A lot of us value um, just people in relationships and family and jobs in general. But Mm -hmm. really what your values are, are your set core principles that grounds you, like that helps you work towards your goals, that helps um, really just align you with people and environments that also complement what you value. So for Mm -hmm. example, like my, I value my spirituality. I value like knowledge. I value stability. I value, like you see the difference between I value versus like, I value what that person values because. Yes. (laughs) I was thinking this, like what we value, what other people value. Yeah. And we value what other people tell Mm -hmm. us to To value. value. Yeah. I think that has been my experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone says this is what you should do. Therefore, this is what is supposed to be important to you. Mm -hmm. And you know what is crazy is that sometimes you'll find that when you veer off and you figure out things for yourself, you don't have people in your corner as much. That part. And so it takes a level of um, confidence in yourself to say, yeah, no, this is uh, this is what it is for me. And that's that's enough for me. That's enough. Yeah. And And you got to be comfortable with that. Like, and that's the thing we value. That's another thing. We value relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to compromise ourselves to keep that relationship because we Mm -hmm. don't want to lose it. Because because choosing us, oftentimes we end up losing relationships. But that's honestly okay because now you're losing the relationships that no longer serve you because you're finally choosing who you are. That's how you cultivate the life and surroundings that you deserve to flourish in. Like Mm -hmm. how, if you're choosing them over you, you're never going to really be as happy as you should be because you prioritize their opinion, their feelings, their mindset, their values over yours, which leads me to the third part that I have noted is noted is setting boundaries to protect your values. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's a, that's honestly a big conversation to have because boundaries are there to protect you and your values. And they're there for you to, um, maneuver, like, like manage relationships in your life Mm -hmm. because it tells the person or situation, like what you want and what you don't want. And so what I've learned is, which I don't know if you know, there's there's like three types of boundary styles, which Mm -hmm. is like porous, rigid, and um, healthy, right? We talk Mm -hmm. about that so much in therapy of like, what are your boundaries and how do you know where, like, where you stand. And I noticed like, for me, I had porous boundaries. Like I valued um, the opinions of others. I valued, um, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable saying no. Like I I didn't want to say no. I communicate passively. Like I would overshare. Like if I have to say no, I'd be like, well, I can't do this because of this, this, and that. Like when you care and value yourself and prioritize Mm -hmm. yourself, you're just like, it's a no. 
That's it. I'm okay. Period. You don't <laughs> no. want to talk to me no, anymore? Thank you. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> like, just that energy, like that yeah. sense of peace and knowing, like, I know what I'm protecting now. I know what I value now. I value myself even more than anything. I value the relationship within myself even more than anything. And that is huge. Like you said, it does bring you to a space where you are alone. But then we learn spiritually, like, that's a good thing because God mm-hmm. likes you in isolation because then you're le- you're calling onto him. You're leaning yeah. onto him. You're seeking him because you can't withstand that by yourself. You're not meant to withstand the, the trials by yourself. You're meant mm-hmm. to call on him to help you and then meditate on his word to guide you into right. what you're, you're meant to walk into or who you're meant to be around and who you're meant, where you're meant to work and all those things. Like if you don't spend that time trying to figure that out, you'll always drive yourself crazy because again, you're chasing people in situations that are limited in their own understanding as well. You don't know their walk with God. You Mm -hmm. don't know what it looks like for them. So figure it out for yourself and value your own opinion, value protecting your own worth. Like we (laughs) don't be scared. You're not going to be alone for the rest of your life. You may just be alone in this season, Mm -hmm. but how else are you supposed to learn the greatest love? How else are you supposed to find out what freedom feels like when you get a space where you come undone and cry and be angry and it's just you, you know, like I was just thinking this morning how when I started falling in love with myself, I was dancing in my apartment, like just <laughs> the dancing and doing smiling, that too, all the time. <laughs> not caring what, like if somebody was looking at me, cause right. I'm very like, who's looking at me or whatever. Yeah. I had to let go in that moment and give myself permission to know you can still dance on your own. Mm-hmm. You could sing mm-hmm. on your own. You can cry. It's the idea that someone got to be there for you to do these things. Mm. Why are you crying? Mm-hmm. Who made you cry? Mm-hmm. No, I made myself cry because I'm in relationship with myself because I'm sad right now because <laughs> we did something today that we weren't <laughs> supposed to do and we did it. And I, you know, like yeah. it's, just, it's yeah. just a journey. So when yeah. you think of relationship with self, you're not exempt from going through the hard that you went through with other people because mm-hmm. now what was that Ayana video going around, which was so powerful. And um, when she helped this woman literally like heal in front of everybody and she was on this mic and and the lady was like, I'm so afraid of being alone. And Ayana was like, um, it's so funny how we, how we're so afraid to be alone and yet we want people to be alone with us. Like we don't even want to be alone with us. I was like, you better free. Yes. I was like, that is so mm-hmm. much facts. I'm so mm-hmm. excited for that. Oops, I'm going to the mic over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but when she said that, she's right. She was like, you yeah. know, we don't even want to be alone with ourselves, but we expect other people to be alone with us. Yeah. And I said that hit, that hit. That, okay. You know what? My I was talking <laughs> to my aunt yesterday and she was telling me, when God made you, he mm-hmm. made you so intentionally. There is no one else on this earth like you. No right. one has the characteristics and the personality traits that you have. No one sees the world the way that you do, right? No, no. And how beautiful is it that the world is filled of billions of unique persons like mm-hmm. that? So why are we always trying to have everybody like conform yeah. into something that looks the same? Like, right. A, that's boring. But B, like, <laughs> what, we're in a lot of ways by trying to like mold into 
whatever um, pressure or standard there is, we are stifling ourselves. We're stifling our truest self. And so hearing you talk about knowing who you are and being confident in that, I think we really have to be um, aware again of like, all of the unique traits that we have, mm-hmm. not just know them, but fully accept them as they are, you yeah. know, and accept yeah. ourselves as we are and not look at it as like, oh, we're not like this person, but more like, I'm, I'm me. And yeah, I'm, and that's and enough. That's, that's enough. Yeah, it's enough. Like, yes. why do we, you're so right. Like, why do we have to, which honestly, I mean, that's how we were taught. That's how we yeah. compared. Like that's yeah. how, <laughs> and I think we had that conversation of always being compared mm-hmm. to someone in some situation, which put a lot of pressure on yeah. ourselves, which is yeah. not okay. So yeah. I think that that's an important um, conversation to have is like making ourselves enough, but we don't know that we have that power. We don't know that we have that permission Mm-hmm. to make ourselves enough be mm-hmm. comfortable like i said last i'm like i'm okay with who i am now if you're not that's on you i'm right. okay with who i am and i'm okay with losing what i need to lose to keep who i am because i'm all mm-hmm. i have at the end of the day me Period. and my relationship with god okay. and that's and that's enough that's yeah. enough so yeah, yeah i think like you said give yourself permission for that mhm Okay, so you mentioned um, focusing on becoming as one of those steps of self-love. And I mean, I see you on your Michelle Obama. Okay, tell us <laughs> how Thank you. How you that, did that's that. a compliment there. <laughs> Every time I hear becoming, I think of so, Michelle Obama. <laughs> no, for real. I didn't even think about that. But um, so what happened was I once I made it the decision to choose me, I started looking into ways on like, how do I do that? Like, right. I chose me, like, how do I work on myself? And I didn't want to do like the whole, like when I think of self-care, I think of external. So I wanted Mm. to be intentional with doing soul care, which is working on the inside of me. And so I like found this book on Amazon called, um, it was like a 12, it is a 12 month, uh, challenge guide called becoming her and it was a 2022 journal and planner yeah that really had me sit down and like Mm. you know challenge myself help me declutter my mind and set goals and intentions for that year of 2022 so like I said that's when everything changed when and it's a thick like I have it I could probably like show it really quick I kept it because what I'm also doing is so this is it the becoming her um, on Amazon. This is the Ooh, 2022 edition. I love and it. what I do now is um, I, it's really amazing. Um, what I do now, um, because I was also journaling around that time, I did not buy another one. I thought about doing that, but it was a lot of work that I was like, okay, so how can you maximize on your growth, right? Mm-hmm. How do you become all the things that you've been working on? So I'm literally reading like 2022 and 2023 so like today's date is what 
um, March 26th. So mm-hmm. I'll go to March 26th and read, where was I? How was I feeling? Wow. What was I doing? And seeing how can I maximize on that growth? I know, right? That is like true relationship with self. Um, mm. Reading my journal entries dated last year. Where was I a year ago today? How was I feeling? And how can I maximize that? What mm-hmm. do like, and to see my growth, it's the greatest thing because then I validate me. I'm giving myself credit. I'm expressing gratitude. I'm saying, you go, girl. You're, I'm so proud of you. Look at where you were and look at where you are today. And what do you need to do to continue on this journey? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that what? is something that I did. Mm-hmm. All right. What are oh. you going to say? Go ahead. Say <laughs> okay. Well, what? this made me think about is how intentional you were with becoming. And I thought about, you know, when we are dating, Mm -hmm. there is so much intention with Mm -hmm. whoever that person is. We Mm -hmm. are getting to know them. We want to make sure that we know the things that they like and that they don't like. And then Mm -hmm. we're creating spaces and Mm -hmm. experiences for them based on what we know about them. And we're like, really, especially in the beginning, you know, when you just meet somebody and it's like, everything is just like fresh. You are doing the most, okay? You're putting in all of the work to try to get, um, to get get with them. And the thing about it, it is like <laughs> we don't do that with ourselves we, we are not intentional about dating ourselves really yep. and that's exactly. what that told me it's like you mm-hmm. have to be intentional about getting to know what you like and know yep. what you don't like and exactly. um and just know yourself at a, at a deeper level and i think mm-hmm. like that kind of really just ties it all together because yeah, and everything that we're talking about getting you know the self love and the self worth it all mm-hmm. comes down to knowing who you yeah. are and being the most authentic version of yourself. But you just can't do that unless you put intention behind it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because I said to myself around that time, like I aspire to see me how God sees me. You know, um, I want to be because you know when the world doesn't validate you, God does, and. Yes. So I wanted to be, like you said, intentional with sitting down and creating that space to find out, like, what is it about me? Like, I used to feel bad about being sensitive and God gave me the greatest Mm. gift to be sensitive, right? Because I've looked at all the ways my sensitivity has greatly impacted this world. And even myself, I turned that into a strength and not a weakness anymore. So there were things about myself that I was uncomfortable with that I had to sit down and say, well, what do I need to do? And why is this bothering me? And whose belief was this? Because I found out that a lot of the beliefs I carried was never even mine. Right. It was what was spoken over me, what was said to me, because again, I valued what other people said over Mm -hmm. my own feelings and my own opinions. So yeah, I had to sit down. And, and so that's what I was trying to figure out this year. I was like, so you did all this last year. How, what are you going to do this year? And so I also wanted to grow my relationship with God. And I bought this book also from Shanita. Um, well, I said her name, absolute Shantia. Ah, forgive me, Coleman, um, wake up girl and push through. And Mm. this book I bought like at the, I want to say it was either the end of 2021. 
And I'm actually reading it again because it really taught me how to pray. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to wake up in the morning, spend time with God, which spend time with me, you know, um, and that goes along with what we were sharing is like focusing on becoming. Yeah. And it was more of like, not just becoming her, but like unlearning the things and getting lost in my becoming, you know, like getting comfortable in my becoming mm-hmm. and not feeling bad for my becoming. Because there's this thing where you understand something and you feel like you have to just be there and no, like you're becoming, you know, that this is where you aspire. Mm. Like you have the direction, but like, just keep taking one step at a time. What do you want to say? I see it. Yes. Um, but what I'm going to wait Come for on. you to finish your statement. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead. I well, want to bring it up. Okay. Because what I'm thinking about is the ING becoming mm. and mm-hmm. not the result. I, I'm somebody mm-hmm. who it's like, I want to just be at the you result. caught it. Yeah. Yeah. You got I, it. <laughs> yes. I want to get to the end, get to the result. Yeah. I remember when I just got divorced in the beginning, I would tell my therapist, I hate this. Can I just like fast forward to the part where <laughs> I'm good again? Like, right. what is this? Yeah. And even, oh my gosh, I was even having a conversation last week about the like moving on mm-hmm. and versus moved on. I have mm-hmm. moved on. And, you know, my friend was saying, I don't know that there is like a finale. finale like it's just like you've moved on and that's it like I think it's a process and knowing that this is the process and that it's okay to be in process and that you don't have to um just work on the final product but like we are doing this because that Mm -hmm. means it's a constant um growth it's a constant work and it doesn't have to be work either but it's like a constant that's what life is like yeah just embrace it yeah (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm trying to embrace the ing these days because I'm just I'm trying to I'm usually at the like the final Mm -hmm. you know and I think I guess it's beautiful that you even were able to like go back Mm -hmm. and figure out okay what do I want to do now Mm -hmm. as this continued journey and not just like I have reached up the destination which again like that's even the point of this podcast like this is the journey that we are on together we haven't gotten there yet and that's okay and like normalizing it and being okay with the fact that we're walking right um, right to get to the next place that we need to yeah you know yeah becoming is a lifestyle we have to yes there's a lot of things we we have to embrace as a lifestyle when I think of lifestyle it just alleviates the pressure of having to obtain something you know right then and there it's just get comfortable kick your feet up and just like <laughs> nobody you know like even with mental health it is a yes. lifestyle like even as a clinician like we don't get exempt we got to do the work too every mm-hmm. day the work is done because we're human we're all human yes. it is a lifestyle all that we're doing is a lifestyle i think one of the main phrases that are um going around today is when i hear a reference towards things. I'm constantly hearing that um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a mm-hmm. marathon, not a sprint. So it's like enjoying that marathon, relaxing, and just knowing like you will continue to get there. Like th- I don't know who made this false illusion that you, once you get there, that's it. There's a maintenance stage. Like you think about the stages stages of change. True. True. Maintenance. 
Yeah. You still have to put in work for maintenance. Like yeah. you don't just go to the gym and be like, yeah, I look good. I'm great. No, maintenance. <laughs> like, health. you don't just learn the skills and be mm-hmm. like, I feel maintenance because you're, mm. you don't forget you. And, and even in the Bible, I, I, I want to read like how many times I hear, remember, remember, remember me, remember me, remember me. That's why God repeats that so much because yes. we get so caught up in what we're doing that we're trying to like reach this end goal. And it's like, even when you get there, remember me even. And so that's what that was for me. Like, even when I get there, remember the things and where I was, because mm-hmm. we, when we forget where we come from, we act a little different and I don't want to do that. I want to mm-hmm. remember like what brought me to this point, where was I? And, um, cause at first I was like, do I get rid of this book? You know, I did all this work. I wrote all these things. Mm-hmm. Do I get rid of that? No, spend time with it. That's being in relationship with you. Yeah. out who you were because we change, you know, mm-hmm. we grow. And, um, I and we need to normalize the changing and the growing. Normalizing. Yeah. Embracing that. Like, you know, I, you know how people are like, oh, you change, you change. And they, it's always in this like mm-hmm. negative connotation. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to change. We're supposed yeah. to grow. We're not yeah. supposed to be the same person that we were 10 years ago. Yep, you know, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> so I think that's either. really, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And, yeah. And honestly, like if somebody says to you, which this is, which we'll go more into it in part two, which one of the um, titles is embrace change in all forms. Mm-hmm. I noticed like when people change and I, I would hear someone say like, God, like I miss the old version of you. Right. Wow. And it's like, do you know what you're saying? Like, do you know what that means to me to like to miss the old version of me? Mm-hmm. Like, because even for me, I found myself saying like, God, I miss how you were. But mm-hmm. then I had to remember like, wow. but how you were also caused A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Hmm. And it did not work because you were also H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And then when you try QRSTUV, I probably missed some letters there. And then, you know, like I also had to realize, like, stop saying that. Like, yeah. you're okay. And it's a form of like nostalgia that we experience mm-hmm, when things mm-hmm. were just. What we, well, what I we think, think we romanticize the past yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember. Um, we, when I used to work again with eating disorders, we used to have a conversation all the time because we're working on recovery from eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And my clients used to tell me, yeah, but you know, when I was at X weight, like I was so happy, like everything was going so great, you I know? Agree. And it's like, yeah, actually you were not happy. You were isolated from your family because you spent mm-hmm. every waking moment focused on what you're going to eat, mm-hmm. working out, and you never were present in your life. You lost out on certain opportunities because you were fixated on this thing. You yeah. Yeah. were not happy when yeah. you were doing this. And I think like the past sometimes is romanticized because it's, it's about there and we don't have to, we can't, yeah. we can't go back. There no. is a, a level of accountability with the present and the now kind of mm-hmm. like what we were talking about last time. And so I think um, that maintenance, like you were saying, it's like, if mm-hmm. we're out here in the present now and we're trying to maintain whatever, new version of ourselves and like really like you said have it as a lifestyle that is going to require self-discipline and accountability that is hard to do and i think about again think about ed (laughs) eating disorders as well everything is just like tied to that you know that's where my brain is because like 
when they're in recovery, they all, we always talk to you about recovered versus recovery. You're mm-hmm. not, you're never going to be recovered. Mm-hmm. You are only going to be in sustained mm-hmm. recovery. Hopefully that's the goal, right? Because you're always going to have these struggles. Things are always going to come up. And that's yeah. something I'm reminding myself of now, because I was telling you earlier, I had all these breakdowns in the week, especially last night. And I was like, why is this still happening? But really I, I, what I learned is, hey, this is happening because this is life. This is just what happens. And that is okay. It's okay that you're still struggling with X, Y, Z because this is life. This is life. And we didn't know that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how we were supposed to, but we didn't understand that it is a part of life. It is okay. And that's what I had to release. I had to release that there's some end goal. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't seek the end goal anymore. I just seek being, the I just want to be the, yeah, journey. the process, the journey, yeah. all of that. Like it's Ooh. a part of, mm, mm, sorry. You, know, I, come you on. just said be, oh. you just said being that part. <laughs> No, I'm inviting you in. Anytime I hear something <laughs> okay. like that, come on, let's go. Huh? Okay, no, because right <laughs> I that being mm-hmm. to be means mm-hmm. to be still with mm-hmm. who there we you go. are I in this it. moment. <laughs> to be mindful, to be present, yes. and we don't want to be present. We oh being power. present brings about pain. Yeah. You know, in does. my cries too, I was like, I don't want to feel this, Lord. I don't want to mm-hmm. feel this pain. I want to get to the next part when I'm okay. I don't want to yeah. feel this. But the thing is, there is beauty in the being, being. in the current, in the present, yeah. because mm-hmm. you are able to work through whatever it is, feel, really mm-hmm. connect to yourself and just like, mm-hmm. just be a human. And I think I always had such a hard time with just being human. I thought I was like a superhero or something. And it's like the moment <laughs> that I, girl. right, right. <laughs> the it's moment, so yeah, yeah, exactly. The moment I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to be, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, okay. That's, I think, where the freedom mm-hmm. comes, where the freedom comes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The and it's, it, you know what is interesting? Um, someone posted the other day, too, something along the lines of like, when you are in a safe environment, mm-hmm. that is when you're exhausted all the time. And that is mm-hmm. when you feel really tired. And um, the post said that because True. you're in a sense of survival mode. You know, you're like going, 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 going. You mm-hmm. don't have time to stop. And so when you're finally safe, emotionally safe to mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. to just be with wherever you're at, mm-hmm. you feel tired because all of that, all the emotions, all of the everything have can finally come out and it's overwhelming. It's a lot. And I feel that I've been tired. And you know yeah. what is the beauty of that is that I've been tired but I've also been safe with myself mm-hmm. because I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. No one else is here. Yeah. I'm with God, mm-hmm. obviously, but there is a safety in solidarity, I guess. There is. And yeah. like you were saying earlier about that singleness, when you mm-hmm. are single and you have a space to be by yourself, like it is beautiful. It, it is. is. Unlike it anything is you'll blessing. ever have, it is a blessing. And so yeah. I think like this just came to me right now in this moment. I have just mm. come to this conclusion Thank right God now. For revelation. Let's Revelations. go. <laughs> this is a beautiful time. Yes. I'm going to embrace all the tears and all the exhaustion that's coming and know that 
that's an indication that things are actually headed in the direction they need to go. Amen. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Real time. So much. Yeah. This is, what, this is what my therapy sessions look like, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's so much power in stillness. Yes. Like, I remember being so uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, like, this is okay. Like, I, even in this moment, like, just take a moment, like, being still, like, just. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you know what moved. happened? He yes, moved. God moves. God moves. Do you know what happened to me last week? What happened? I, so, you know, after work, you decompress and, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you watch TV, whatever. And last week, I was telling my friend this morning this too, I could not, I was disturbed. Like the peace mm-hmm. was gone. And like all the things that I would do to decompress nothing was helping i just would sit there i would turn on the tv i would just be restless and I, I couldn't do it and there were days last week i think i maybe like three days out of the week last week i turned off the tv and i just sat there and just stared at the wall mm-hmm. and just like yeah and i yeah. just sat and then i cried and i journaled but like i needed to do that though. yeah you know i needed yeah. to be still my spirit was perturbed because i needed to not be distracting all the time that's mm-hmm. what i've been used to doing is distracting and i've been in a place recently where like with the, the loss of my job and then like, this new job i've yeah. had to like I've had no other choice in some ways of being still. And now I find myself just doing it anyways, because like, I need that stillness. We do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the creating space to come undone. When you're always hearing, doing, feeling like sometimes it could just be silence of like, turn off Mm -hmm. the TV. And the spirit is telling you, like literally it'll tug at you and be like, (laughs) you should turn off that TV and go grab your journal. You should turn off that TV and go grab the Bible. Like it's so loud within you. And when you, when you attend to that, Mm -hmm. you unload so much Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. didn't even expect to unload. And so I think that I'm I'm happy to hear that you had that because yeah. that's a part of being relationship with yourself. Yes. Attending to your needs, paying attention to yourself, not mm-hmm. ignoring. Because typically what that would look like is you would ignore because you're in relationship with someone else. Mm. Okay. Oh, let me just say this because listen, I remember in the beginning of therapy as well. Mm-hmm. I would tell my therapist after the divorce happened and everything, like in the beginning, I'll be like, I would be mad because I'm like, Mm-hmm. I had this partner. He didn't even care about me. He never, mm. he didn't do this. Oh, we about this, to go right? into it. Come on. Oh, it's here. It's not here. It's this here. Man's, no. But um, I would, I would be like, okay, I am upset because no, no one's here to take mm-hmm. care of me now. Who's mm. going to take care of me? Like, I'm so mad because I got to do this myself. Mm. I, and I was upset because I didn't have a partner. When I think about the relationship that I had, I was very bitter and angry because I realized like my partner wasn't there for me. My part and, and and the problem was I mm-hmm. was relying on my partner to do what I needed to do for myself. Yep. And so now I'm alone and I'm telling my therapist, well now I gotta do this myself. Now I gotta <laughs> I I can't just who who's gonna do this for me? And yeah. she's like, but why can't you do this for yourself? Yourself. Like, 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why yeah. can't someone else do it? And I that's think, that yeah, that, that is part of a problem. That's part yeah. of the problem. We don't <laughs> want to meet our own needs. And then we expect others. And when they don't, we get mm-hmm. upset. We get mad. But what I want to, what I really want to go into right now. Oh, this is, this is. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna be real. That's when I realized that I never was ready for a relationship because exactly what you just described, we expect other people to do Mm -hmm. the things, but it's like, you're not even doing the things that you need to do for yourself. How dare you? Like, that's what God, (laughs) I think I kind of, uh, that's what God revealed to me. I'm I'm just going to put that out there. Um, it was the hardest thing. And I got emotional about it. I cried. Mm -hmm. I did cry because I, had it all wrong. And let me say this. I no longer, and this is one of my postings I've posted before is like, I just no longer blame myself for where I was when I was ignorant. Like, you know, I was in an yes. ignorant space. So I yes. no longer blame myself for the decisions I made in those spaces mm-hmm. and how I operated. Cause I did the best I could. And that's when I realized like, just like my parents, they did the best they could. Like, I mm-hmm. see what that looks like now being a human being and trying to maneuver this thing called life without mm-hmm. the proper guidance and the support. So when I saw like, you're not even doing what you need to do for yourself. And you are placing these expectations on other people. What? Like that blew my mind. Cause I was like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're right. Like it's not them. And and so I I found myself sitting there saying, well, then how can I make this right? Usually we wait for the other person to say, how can I make this right with you? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to say that to myself. Yeah. I had to start loving myself. Yes. I had to start showing up for myself. I had to start speaking to myself and hugging myself and telling myself the things that I needed to hear when we would expect someone in this moment to show up and say the things, right? Mm-hmm. And I, for myself, was like, no, you were wrong. Now get up and do what you need to do to correct mm, this. Like, mm-hmm. like that kind of love. Wow. And it's so uncomfortable when it's coming oh, yeah. from you, you know, but it's so good because that's what it looks like to be in relationship with yourself. Be real, take accountability. Mm-hmm. accountability. That's what I became comfortable with taking accountability. I no longer feel bad because I'm being real with myself. Now mm-hmm. I'm being raw with myself. I'm being open and vulnerable with myself. Mm-hmm. I get to come undone with myself and I gave myself full permission to do and feel however I want to feel, even when it's the ugliest moment. Mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. Do what I got to do. Do what you got to do. Are you mad? Yeah, I bet you are mad. Look at what, like, you know, <laughs> but it sounds hard. It yeah. sounds hard, yeah. but I used to get mad when other people did that to me. Mm-hmm. But I see why, you know, like I was uncomfortable with doing that to me. But then it's like, I'm so proud of you. Great mm-hmm. job. I love mm-hmm. you so much. You're so amazing. Look at how far you've come. Yeah. Like all the things, like, because. <laughs> When you're by yourself and you're in singleness, there's so much power in being able to enrich yourself in that manner, to affirm yourself in that manner. Because like when someone comes, that's a bonus. Exactly. It's just like Like, an extra. It's an extra extra. sauce. Like, thank you. You already have Oh, you know compliment I mean? me. (laughs) Tell me. I already know. Tell tell me me (laughs) (laughs) That's where that... You know, yeah. boy, my DM say I'm pretty. I right. know. Like I know. that's when you find out that I know and, mm. and not feel bad about knowing. Like yeah. we should be a we should be 
um, allowed to be like, yeah, I know mm-hmm. I look good before he'd be like, oh, you know, it's just Stop. something I think. Yeah, you're like, uh, it's not that serious. No, it is that serious. Yes. It is. Because then when you get home, you complain that somebody didn't tell you something. And when they did, you minimized it, mm-hmm. which is also a cognitive distortion. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Child, we doing therapy today. <laughs> we have a lot of them. We minimize the things. Like, stop yes. minimizing. It's you okay. know what? I think one of the reasons that I'm grateful for the divorce is mm-hmm. because I Ooh, say that one more time. One of the reasons I am grateful mm-hmm. for my divorce mm-hmm. is that opportunity to mm-hmm. give myself things I was relying on someone else to give me. I go. remember that my ex actually told me, you're not that confident person I knew you to be. You used to be very confident and like you lost that, like what happened? Mm. I didn't have the verbiage at the time to say you happened, honey, but really it was me. <laughs> it was me that happened. Bing, what I wow. mean by that is I had a confidence before that was based on me, mm-hmm. knowing me, knowing what I valued, kind of all those things. I had that self-love, but I transferred it to him and I put mm-hmm. all that pressure on him to mm-hmm. give me all of the things right and right. then you gave it away I man. gave it away <laughs> I gave it away and so then what happens is I don't have the I don't have the I don't have that anymore and so he's he's even seeing it in me um because I've given him that light I remember my best friend told me yeah I, I saw the light drain out of you for a mm-hmm. while when I told her about the divorce she's wow. like yeah I've seen it I've seen it go away from you. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know because I gave what should have been mine to him. Mm. Um, and I'm grateful that for the opportunity to get that back because I don't think I would have gotten it in there. I mean, I've said yeah. this before, but like my mental health was going all the way down in this marriage. And mm-hmm. it's not just a him thing, my ex thing. It was, it was both, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so, um, to be able to recognize that and know that I have the opportunity to change it, yeah, to love myself again. Yeah. It's there's nothing like it, truly. There's so many narratives to change. Yeah. I love everything about what you just said, what you just shared. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I am my heart is so yeah. filled in this moment for you because it's Aww. like the bigger picture. Remember I say it's always bigger. It's yes. always bigger. What you gain, it was never a loss. At one point mm-hmm. you were operating never. from a space of loss. I lost, mm-hmm. I lost, I failed. You know, I'm not worthy. You know, all those things. And then look at how much you're gaining. <laughs> like, I, honestly. <laughs> My brain is like, it's not that serious, but let me take it in. See, let me it take it in. It is that serious. It is that serious. It is that serious. It is that mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. You've been, I'm not going to do it to you right now. I see what's happening. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you going to make me cry. I know. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> because it is. Crying right. Is okay. There we go. Minimizing. It's okay. Yeah. But I'm so yeah. proud of you once Thank again. You. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Look at us. Who would have thought? Look at oh. us. 
<laughs> look blushing and stuff like just and honestly guys <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and we're not I hope you guys are not thinking like oh this is it's just that eat it's not oh, I hope no. you guys are hearing the hard in this journey the ups and downs that comes with it so mm -hmm. um just be patient give yourself grace I th yeah and I don't know because I honestly feel like we're at a good space that I'm I'm ready to wrap this wrap it up we're gonna wrap the rest, it up yep and yes. keep the rest for the next part um yes. so your favorite question of the day I think that's gonna help bring this all together mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. before we get into that I just want to add in there right before that you know it is hard yeah. I want to just reiterate that. Actually, yeah. I was talking to my aunt, my same aunt, who was telling me all these amazing things yesterday. She also said to me, it took me years. This self-love journey mm -hmm. took me years to get here. It wasn't until like a wow. few years ago. She's like in her 40s at this time. Yeah. Like, it took me a long time. It's not easy, but it's worth it. It's, it's so worth, worth it. it. And so remember, y'all, I said last mm -hmm. night I was crying my eyes out. So <laughs> we're on the journey. So it is still hard. I was crying again today, this morning, but that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah. So I just want to leave it there. Let's get into our favorite question, yes. though. Yes. To wrap it all up. Yes. What has God taught you this week, oh. Mel? Mm. God taught me that even with understanding, it's still a process. Mm. I, this past week was a hard week for me spiritually. Mm. And I thought because of the things I understood that I had to show up today. And I had a friend that helped me put verbiage to it. And I heard you even say it within today. Um, today's uh, session and it's I'm not there yet and it's okay yeah um, just keep showing up and don't quit don't stop and stop being hard on yourself because it is a process mm -hmm. and I don't know where I'm meant to be but there's just things that um, I I embrace with this journey that it's it's hard because I, I know I, I'm like trying not to say too much, but it's okay. Like it's it's not something I have to figure out today. And I mm -hmm. just want to start with what I know and what I know is enough. What yeah. I know today is enough. And I feel good in that. And since mm -hmm. then, I felt much better. I feel more at peace again. I feel like I'm back where um, I started, yeah. you know, like it's like I never fell off, but I had a moment where I fell off and I was like, mm -hmm. and it's just me by myself, you know, once again, me by myself. But that's mm -hmm. how hard it is, is that you have those moments where you fall off and you have to pick yourself back up. So God um, allowed me a space to be like, it's okay. Like you're still trying to figure things out and that's yeah. okay. I love that. I'm I'm in that process too myself, like mm -hmm. beauty in the process, you yeah. know? in that journey and and god is with us in mm -hmm. the journey like he doesn't leave us when we didn't figure it out in fact we need him more than ever in those times yeah. so i really love that um for me you're welcome <laughs> i think god has taught me everything i should share it honestly today but one other thing i'll add is timing 
his mm-hmm. timing is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said this before in many episodes before, but I've seen it this week more than ever. I think, well, first of all, I think I need a reminder of it. This yeah. Week <laughs> because I think certain things happen. I mentioned in the last episode with you that I had this like amazing week, like two weeks ago. Oh my gosh. I had the amazing, most just like all these revelations come up and I felt at peace and it was so good. Mm-hmm. And then last week was just the opposite. I had no mm-hmm. peace. I felt disturbed. I felt like, like how, why did I just have this like amazing time? And then all of a sudden, like, what, what is going on here? I know. Yeah. I really was questioning a lot of that. things and I, my friend reminded me mm-hmm. just because things are happening the way they are right now doesn't mean God's timing is still not perfect. God's timing mm-hmm. was perfect when he provided that money to pay to his bills. Mm-hmm. He was timing was perfect when you lost your job and mm-hmm. then you got another one. That his part. timing has always been perfect. And so it is still perfect, even though at this time I can't see it. I don't have the puzzle. Yeah. I don't know what the puzzle is going to look like. Yet God's timing is still yeah. perfect. And so I'm holding on to that yes. because I need it. I need that reminder mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> um, and I just want to share that too as a reminder for y'all. God's yeah. timing is perfection always, never changes. Always, always. Look how yeah. much has been revealed in just a short amount of time for you. Like, okay. <laughs> like the Lord I know has been mind. doing a work. I just, I'm blown away. When I sit and think about it too much, I'm going to ball my yeah. eyes out because it almost doesn't make sense Yeah, how many things are yeah. happening. It's crazy. Yeah. What did yeah. I hear that one time? God is a 1159 kind of God. Oh, <laughs> yes. Always, always. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> every situation. I think every about time. mine too. Every time you'd be like, anytime now, like. Right? Okay, I'm at on 11:59 here it is. True. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> and, and and but in those moments, that is when you say to yourself there's still more. I'm yeah. stronger than I think I am. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. strong. That's the message I get. Yes. You're stronger than you think you are. Oh, okay. So we're not there yet. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Keep, keep on. Go, like, keep on. Come on. Big yes. dog. Big dog. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so. Mel, this has been amazing. Yes, Obviously, too. once again, like I'm not surprised. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed this. And Thank y'all, you. this is good. There's going to be part two. So part have two. no fear. Mm-hmm. We're going to be back. Okay. Back with Mel. And continuing to talk about the self-love journey how we can get there so stay tuned y'all thank you Mel, once thank again you. <laughs> and until next time y'all bye, bye.